Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beat the House with your host here, Justin Everett, episode 74. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the, the new year. You guys are safe, had a great New Year's Eve and brought in the New Year's, uh, you know, the way that you wanted to. Hopefully you had a great, you know, 2023. Hopefully 2024 is even bigger and better. I know I'm planning on it being, um, you know, bigger and better here, here <clears throat> for myself. And uh, I beat the house with all my listeners and, and uh, viewers. Appreciate you guys tuning in, helping grow on the show to where it is, you know, right now and, you know, to where it's going to be in the future. And uh, here's to 2024, you know, the bigger and better things for everybody, you know, uh, tuning in and just bringing in the new year the right way. Hope you guys enjoyed it and it was safe and, you know, you got to be able to spin it and do it the way that you wanted to, but in a safe way. So. Um, with that being said, there was a lot of sports that took, that took place over the weekend. Um, had a big NFL week 17, the, with a lot of things that were on the line. Going to recap that as well as recapping, you know, the betting weekend here at Beat the House. We had some plays for the weekend from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, as well as, um, you know, counting down to the last quarter of the Circa Millions contest. Very profitable weekend here. If you was following uh, the picks on the show, we went four and one here and we closed the month of December out strong uh, to finish out the year here. And uh, just going to get into some of those things. And as well as, you know, we do have some NBA games in action here, about eight game, about an eight game card. Handicapped the whole board here. Going to have a best bet to give out to you guys for that. So um, but before we get into the show, if you haven't already. Just a quick reminder to head over to Apple or Spotify and just do me a favor and drop a quick rating or review. Subscribe, uh, subscribe or share the show. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, since July, you know, we've had five out of six uh, profitable months here. So the show uh, and its picks have been, have been doing really well. Uh, I want to keep continue to keep that going and getting the, the month of uh, January started off on the right foot. So, um, you know, any, you know, um, um, any rate and review would be, uh, greatly appreciated. Goes a long way with me and, um, appreciate you guys tuning in. So with that being out the way, let's get into the show. Uh, not a lot of time to get into it, but a lot to get into, but recapping the weekend here, uh, like I said, we went four and one in, uh, this past week, this past week's NFL picks. And they were the official picks here for the, uh, Circa Millions contest. And we were on the 49ers, the Steelers. Um, who else were we on? The 49ers, the Steelers, and the, uh, um, the, uh, the Cardinals probably had the biggest win, you know, of the weekend there, as well as the, uh, some other teams, you know, that did well and, uh, covered the spread and, you know, got us to the, to the counter as winners. But overall, when four and one, the one loser there were the, were the Panthers. They didn't show up at all. And, um, NBA picks, we had, uh, three picks given out that went two and one. Um, one with the, uh, Lakers covering the, uh, I got it at a three and a half point spread on Saturday against the Timberwolves. And we got a nice, uh, New Year's Eve winner with the Thunder laying seven and a half, laying seven and a half to the Nets there. Uh, so a nice profitable weekend going six and two overall between NFL and NBA. Like I said, it was a nice, profitable month of December, finishing out the year strong. 
Uh, we went 35, 24, and 1 uh, for 59%, a 12.91% return on investment. And a $100 better, you know, would be up, you know, 9. Uh, 9.30 units there. So you do the math. If you're a $200 better, $300 better, uh, obviously you're enjoying a bigger profit if you've been following the picks, following the show, and going 59% like myself here. Like I said, all picks were free, giving out, and uh, hopefully you guys are able to cash some of those and uh, make back some of that holiday money that was spent. Um, so, like I said earlier, that's you know finishing out you know 2023 strong. You know, five out of the six months were profitable since the show uh, started. You know, back in July, about uh, on July 3rd. So, if you've been listening and following since then, I definitely appreciate you guys. And uh appreciate you tuning in and sharing the show and liking the show and things like that. So let's quickly move over to some uh, quick takeaways that stood out for week 17 in the NFL. Uh, biggest takeaway, you know, the 49ers and Ravens, you know, they wrap up the top seeds in the AFC and NFC. So uh, they'll have home field advantage throughout the playoffs as well as the bye, uh, the bye week there. Um, I know these two teams met, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, in San Francisco and the, the, the Ravens did a, did a number on my Niners. Um, you know, winning, beating them by two touchdowns, 19 to 33. But the biggest difference in that game, you know, was, you know, the turnovers by the Niners, uh, five overall turnovers, uh, four picks from Brock Purdy and a pick from Sam Darnold getting in the game late there. But, uh, Niners, they bounce back, uh, and, uh, get a nice win on the road against the Commanders team, um, 27 to 10. You know, uh, those are one of the play, they were one of the plays for the Circle Millions contest. And the Ravens, you know, they wrapped up, you know, their top seed in conv- convincing fashion, taking on another, uh, you know, top notch team in the Dolphins out of the AFC, uh, putting up a 50 burger against, it, against them. As a three, three and a half point home favorite. Uh, another thing that stood out, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson in that game. You know, if you were, uh, fantasy owners of his, you know, like myself, you know, he probably did a, 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 had a great performance to get you that fantasy championship. You know, I think he had four or five total touchdowns. And, um, it looks like, you know, in the second half of the season, while the regular season is winding down here, he's becoming, you know, very comfortable. And uh, t- uh, this new system, you know, uh, brought in by, you know, Todd Munkin, who was uh, the offensive coordinator uh, for uh, for Georgia uh, last, you know, the last couple of years. And, you know, it looks like Lamar Jackson is hitting his stride with his offense at the right time. You know, the, the defense is obviously playing top notch. There's without, you know, some key guys on the back end there, uh, Kyle Hamilton and a couple other guys that got hurt during the game. But it was to no avail. You know, the Dolphins weren't able to take advantage of it, only putting up 13 points. And, um, you know, the Ravens and the Niners are looking like the two best teams in football. And it looked like it could be a uh, on a collision course, you know, for a rematch in the Super Bowl here out in Vegas, which I would not be mad at, you know, to see those guys again to try to get some get back. Uh, another thing that stood out to me, uh, week 18, you know, the AFC South division is going to come down to here, you know, with the week 18 winners, obviously, if the Jaguars matching up with the Titans in week 18, if they win, they're in and they win the division. Uh, also, the Texans, they have a chance to win. Um, yeah, I believe if they win, 
they're either uh, they have a shot to either uh, clinch uh, a wild card spot and make the playoffs. But if they win and the Jaguars lose, they could um, clinch a playoff spot and clinch the AFC South division. So we're I'm rooting, you know, personally for the Texans as I have a, a plus two seventy five end season ticket on Houston to win the AFC South. So CJ uh, Stroud returning a big way against the Titans. And they got an easy, comfortable win, uh, 23-3 to at home in his return. So I'm rooting on the Texans, you know, to get the win against the Colts and the Jaguars loss to the Titans to clinch that AFC South division, and we cash another ticket there. Uh, next thing that stood out to me, uh, with the Ravens beating the Dolphins, it sets up uh, the game of the week to close out the regular season. In Week 18, the AFC East, division uh winner is going to come down between a matchup of the Bills and the Dolphins. The Bills win, they get the number two seed and uh clinch the AFC East division with all the ups and downs that they've been having uh in their season so far. And if the Dolphins win, you know, they obviously clinch the division and uh the, the Bills will be bumped down to a, a wild card spot. So it's going to be a lot of implications coming down to week 18 as well as, you know, the last thing that stood out to me, uh, the Packers on Sunday night football, you know, they get a convincing win on the road against the Vikings that helps them go over their season win total of seven and a half, which we were on in the preseason. Um, and it also sets them up for an opportunity to make the playoffs as a wild card spot. Um, if they win, you know, week 18 against the Bears, win it, they win and they're in, in the playoffs there. So, Seeing how, you know, they started out, you know, their season being one of the younger teams, if not the youngest team in the league, um, management a little bit iffy on if Jordan Love was the quarterback of the future, but he's obviously caught on strong here as of late, you know, since week 11, he ranks top four or better in a lot of the major statistical categories for a quarterback. And he's been doing, you know, he's been doing this and playing at a very high level, you know, uh, while they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, um, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, Aaron Jones had missed a lot of, uh, missed a lot of time. You know, he's played the last couple of weeks and has added another element to that offense. Uh, they've, <clears throat> they've been without their best wide receiver and Christian Watson for the last three weeks. Uh, they were without, you know, a J, a Reed for a couple of weeks. He returned and put out, you know, and impacted the game, you know, in a, a really a big way uh, against the Vikings, um, you know, to, 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 to clinch the win on Sunday night football. Um, Romeo Dobbs has missed some time. You know, A.J. Dillon has missed some time. And the one constant that has remained, you know, out there for the Packers has been Jordan Love. So I think he put all questions to rest, you know, the second half of the season, especially since week 11. You know, if he was the quarterback of the future, um, since they moved on from Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of comparisons and a lot of similarities between his win loss record, his touchdown to interception ratio, his QB rating, and, um, I believe his touchdown percentage, you know, to his first year as a starter here for the Packers compared to uh, Aaron Rodgers first year as a starter, um, in Green Bay. So, I think that, you know, um, he's put those questions to rest. And I think, you know, uh, they get a win here in week 18 against the Bears and they make the playoffs in Jordan Love's 
first year, you know, as a as a starter there out in Green Bay. So those were some key takeaways for me in uh, week 17. Uh, week 18 is going to be filled with a lot more fireworks. Uh, some some teams, you know, wrapping up, you know, um, you know, wrapping up some uh, some playoff spots and, uh, you know, wrapping up some number one seeds, number two seeds. Uh, so, you know, their their last game in week 18 might not be as important to them. But like I said, you know, there's still some some great, you know, implications on the line. Some uh, division, the division crowns up for grabs, wild card spots still up for grabs. You know, teams you know, that have a long shot, you know, out of it, like the Steelers, they can still have a shot at making the playoffs. Um, the Buccaneers, even though they lost against the Saints 23 to 13, they still have a shot at winning the NFC South. And even though the Falcons got blown out, you know, they still have a shot at getting in the playoffs as well. So still going to be a, a, a lot of great opportunities to find some bets there in week, um, in week 18. And, uh, we're going to have some more of that action, you know, come, uh, on the Wednesday show. But with that being out the way, let's quickly move over to the, the NBA card. You know, we have eight games, uh, for Monday, uh, kicking off the new year. Um, let's go into the new year right with the winner here. Um, handicap, you know, the whole board here, all eight games and six out of the eight games, um, three point, uh, uh, the six out of the eight games within, were, were within three points of the line here. So these lines are pretty sharp to start out the new year, but you know, the one that I was able to pick out, uh, as a best bet, and I'm going with the Utah Jazz, uh, currently getting three points over the Dallas Mavericks. And, you know, these two teams, they met. You know, back on uh, December 6th, and the Mavs blew out Utah by 50 points. And a lot of the key players for Utah did not play in that game, like Lori Marketing. Um, uh, I thought, I believe John Collins wasn't available. And a lot of, you know, uh, uh, guards, you know, for the Utah Jazz weren't available in that game. Now, uh, for this matchup, Utah has a clean, you know, injury report. You know, everybody should be, should be available. You know, while the Mavs, they have some key guys questionable. Uh, like Luka Doncic, uh, Kyrie Irving, he's been upgraded to questionable. He's missed the last 10 games dealing with the heel, uh, contusion. You know, he may be able to, you know, to give it a go, but if, even if he does, he'll be on a, uh, on a minute restrictions. Uh, Seth Curry's questionable with an illness as well as Dante Exum, who's been the fill in, you know, for Kyrie Irving. He's also listed as questionable. So some of these guys couldn't miss. Um, could miss this game, but whether if they do or not, I still like this spot for Utah. You know, over the last 10 games since they've been healthy, you know, Utah ranks 15th in effective field goal percentage and fourth in offensive rebounding percentage. You know, comparing that to Dallas's defense over the same time frame, you know, they rank 20th in opponent effective field goal percentage and 25th in opponent offensive rebound percentage. So I think Utah will have, you know, a great you know, opportunity to take and make a lot of shots that they've been uh, taking and making, you know, over the last 10 games, as well as uh, um, a lot of opportunities to ha- to create, you know, second chance, you know, points and second chance opportunities would be available for the Utah Jazz as they crash the glass with uh, Walker Kessler, John Collins and Laurie Market in there. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, I already mentioned, you know, key guys being, you know, questionable for Dallas, but they're also up against, uh, a scheduling disadvantage, you know, for, for the Mavs, you know, this will be their fourth game in six days and Utah's, you know, uh, have, has a day or two of rest. Uh, so I think that'll play a factor as well. You know, my numbers made this line, you know, 
uh, Utah favorite, you know, by 2.29 points. So uh, with the scheduling disadvantage, you know, some key guys being questionable for Dallas, also a potential revenge spot, you know, for Utah, you know, losing by 50 points, you know, to this team at the last time they played. You know, I think this will be a, a, I think this is a great spot to back Utah to kick off the new year here. It's also a contrarian spot, you know, to fade, you know, the public that's backing, you know, Dallas right now with them getting currently, you know, close to 80% of the tickets and more than 90% of the money. Um, so I'm, I like Utah, you know, with the points, uh, getting three points right now. And I'll look to sprinkle a little bit on the money line, you know, with the Utah Jazz at home as that is a tough environment for a lot of teams to come in there and try and get a win. So best bet of the night, you know, we're going with the Utah Jazz, you know, plus three over the Dallas Mavs. And that'll wrap up the show, you know, uh, to get out to you guys. Just a quick one. I know it's a New Year's, you know, late into night, late into the night for New Year's Day. Just wrapping up New Year's Eve. But, you know, I'm uh, getting this out to you guys because I think we're going to start the year off, New Year off right with a solid win here in the NBA and just continue to roll. So, I wish you guys best of luck. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed your New Year's Eve and you're bringing in the New Year's the right way. You know, uh, Wednesday, you know, we'll get into some more NBA action as well as NFL action. You know, good luck to your best if you have the college football playoffs as well. So, and I will catch up with you guys on Wednesday.